Awesome. Best setting today in a farm in Abbotsford in the backyard having some drinks. Majestic. Yeah. <laughs> like, Talk <laughs> about some business stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna do meetings. yeah, so I know in like the last a couple episodes, I mean on Rav Thanks and also YVR Business Then we've kinda talked about like uh, startup phases and you know, intention of like starting a business and your first steps and all that kind of stuff and um and also just, you know, the mindset required for that. And I think I think a lot of times people have the question of like, okay, well, I have the foundation, I have everything set in stone, like, but now what? Like, I feel like I'm comfortable in the lens of like an entrepreneur, but like, how do I scale? How do I grow? So I think that's such a super important conversation. So like in your guys' experience, like, what do you feel like is like that, you know, that kind of turning point? I feel like it's a lot of people need to hear this more than even Mm -hmm. the startup one. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that through like our our experience with YBR Business Den. Yeah. As we interview people, I think a lot of people started off and they're like, okay, I understand. I have to eat shit for a bit. Yeah. I have to start off. And they're comfortable with knowing that they're not going to make much money in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I think once you start turning a profit, yep. it's almost like the, that paralysis feeling where it's like, okay, like, yeah. now I'm okay. I'm mm-hmm. not struggling for a paycheck. And you get used to that feeling of distress in 24 7. Right. Yeah. And it's almost like you have PTSD. Like, you leave a war zone all of a sudden. You're like, yeah. okay, now I'm comfortable a little yeah. bit. But then, totally. how do I get to the next level? That's where, where people plateau. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Honestly, like, like, no lie. I literally had a conversation with my therapist this morning and I felt like I was explaining that very thing. And I feel like it just, like, levels. Like, think right. about, like, Mario Party. I don't know. Like, you know, Super Mario Brothers. It's like you pass yeah, level yeah, one. Yeah, Mario. You know, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like le- level one, you you fight the bad guy. You've like, which is internally often yourself, and like you get to the next level, and then now you're okay. You're comfortable in level one stuff, but how do you do level two stuff? And you keep right. building, building, building. So it's like kind of that same notion of like the one percent better every single day. But it's like it's so much more like mindset, like. That, like that that feeling of complacency or that feeling of like plateauing is like I feel like more debilitating than than starting because like yeah. starting you're like all risk like it's Plus all you good have all that excitement you have nothing to lose yeah. right yeah, you yeah. have nothing to lose and then at phase one two three level one two three you do have shit to lose right yeah. you got three lives yeah. like you know that yeah. kind of that then, feeling. then you get to the final boss and you're like oh man if I blow it here I gotta yeah. start from the beginning start from the beginning. exactly yeah. well I think even to Ra's point like when you start off your business you're playing with house money like yeah I think everyone expects you to fail yeah <laughs> for the most part everyone's like yeah oh, whatever you're gonna be around for a minute yep but then as you stay longer in the game whether it be you know yeah. finance mortgages yeah. or or, or uh, just cakes yeah people know that this is who you are becomes part of your identity yeah totally so that, that almost becomes more scary because now yeah. people aren't expecting you to fail they're no. expecting you to stick around for the long haul right exactly so yeah it's different, it's different yeah, because responsibility. You, yeah because you put that behind yourself you're like this is what i do because when you're yeah. putting yourself out there too it's yeah. like it's like telling people your goals and hundred percent and, and nobody like a lot of people are guarded about that kind of stuff yeah. because they don't want to be ashamed if they fail or whatever so right. they don't really tell people about like oh this is what i want but right. as soon as you go for it it's yeah. out there man people know like it's oh this is what he does yeah so right? that part i think that part scary yeah. for sure and um yeah that leads to that what you said where people kind of just stop or mm-hmm. they get to that point and then mm-hmm. they're kind of just there for a few years and it's like well we haven't like grown yeah. from here totally yeah. yeah i think the best thing for this conversation is we haven't talked about like i think all three of us have our own different mm-hmm. perspectives and ideas yeah, and we haven't sure. talked about it yet so i think we we'll should that like, that's a good i think we yeah. should like maybe round table it and yeah, like yeah. like what's everyone's perspective like when you get to that plateau so you're like what do you feel like could be the next step because there's so many options right like it's limitless almost and there's like so many different avenues you could go 
But we'll save the yeah. best for last, Rob. You'll go last. Okay, so. wow. No pressure, no <laughs> sure. Pressure. Damn. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll go first. Yeah, yeah, if sure. You, if you don't mind, Harv. Uh, I have no idea. What I'm <laughs> 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 Literally, like, uh, <laughs> I'll buy you time. I'll be yeah, back for yeah, yeah, This, yeah, is, like, this yeah. is like when you're going up to give a speech or something. <laughs> That's your flashbacks. Like, I don't think. Literally, I'm nothing. blocked out. Yeah. I can't go. I don't know. <laughs> I, anyone that knows me knows I love talking. Yeah. So it's I remember when we used to do like so class projects and stuff, right? They would always be like, who's going to be the presenter? the group i would always be like that keener I'm like yeah yeah i got it guys and when we didn't know what we're talking about i would just randomly just I, uh, like ramble. go on tangents yeah. like yeah. michael scott like sometimes i start a conversation and i don't know where it's going it's like hope i find it along the I way know. a cover provocation or whatever mm-hmm. you say yeah, conversation improvisation yeah in your opinion like when you get to that point of like plateauing in your business or like getting to that place of comfort that you've like kind of you know you've owned the level one yeah. what do you do to get to that next step so for me like transparently like i've been fortunate where i've had like strong double digit growth mm-hmm. of my business every single year mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm blessed for that mm-hmm. uh, and that i'm very, very fortunate for it right but the hardest part for me and i kept hearing it from like whether it be business coaches um podcasts mm-hmm. articles everything i read was like you need at one point you need to learn how to let go of stuff yeah and refer stuff out and right. you know double down on your strengths and refer out mm-hmm. and for me it just sounded like super cliche i'm like yeah, yeah i know but like there's a cost associated to that mm-hmm. and i don't know if it was more so like i'm just cheap and mm-hmm. i don't want to pay someone to do a job that i could a little bit do mm-hmm. or if it was i was scared to let go because i'm also right. a control freak too yeah like i like having my hands in a little bit of everything mm-hmm. like i have a hard time letting stuff go because mm-hmm. I don't know if this person can do something to the level I wanted to. Yeah. I don't want to be disappointed, right? So, right. Uh, I, it's like almost a fear of me being disappointed. So I'd rather just not even give someone yeah. the chance to disappoint me. Right. But then you burn out. So mm-hmm. I heard that so often. And then this year, like Q3 of 2020 and going into this year was the yeah. first time I actually started to let stuff go. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 made a huge difference. Like huge. even my uh, assistant, I didn't really unlock them very well. Mm. <laughs> they, they, mm-hmm. Like. He's super, super talented. Yeah. But he just did very basic stuff. Just yeah. answering like course. You didn't allow him to like explore his talents. No. Because your ego got in the way. Yeah, yeah, I definitely hindered yeah. him. Yeah. Which was like, like that's, for lack of a better term, that's fucked up on my end. Mm. Where it's like, this guy wants to do so much. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm just right. like, yeah, stay with his basic level one stuff. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. For no other reason, but I'm scared to let go. Yeah, so right. I started, um, you know, we talked about, I think Harv mentioned this in our earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you hear quotes and, and stuff and it will resonate, you, mm-hmm. resonate with you until yeah. later on. Right. So I always heard, like, don't tell people how to do something. Just show them what, like, what the finish line is, what needs to be done, and they'll impress you along the way. Right. And I've heard that so many times, but then I heard it, like, halfway through last year. Yeah. And I was, like, my aha moment where, like, Ooh, actually yeah. makes sense to me finally. So then I just told them, I was like, listen, like, as per my business plan, yeah. I'm going to double down on what my strengths are. Like, right. client acquisition. Right. Um, the investments, the insurance, and that, that's what I want to do. Yeah. You take care of everything that yeah. pulls me away from that. And you know what? On an, on the other on the flip side, like at, at in the shoes of your assistant, for to get your boss to be like, this is the result. I trust you to make up your own plan to get there. That right. gives them so much liberty and empowerment to actually go do that. So they'll probably actually do a lot better job than if you'd said, here's step one, two, and three. Do it that way. Right. Like no, figure out your own plan. Figure out how you're going to do it, and then just empower them to do that. Right. Because so oftentimes yeah. you'll you'll find they'll find the holes in our 100%. strategy. Or Definitely. Because, yeah, there's there's no chance you're doing everything the most effective way no. possible. No, hell no. no. That's called, like, being lean. That and if you do, you have a yeah. huge ego and yeah. cut it out. 
you need that um, <clears throat> perspective regardless of you know who it is because oftentimes even if it's from an outside business they're coming from mm-hmm. they might be doing something totally different in a totally different business yeah. but you apply to what you're doing in a similar fashion and yeah. it, it might even end up making like who knows freeing up 10 hours a week yeah, for you, you know totally. what I mean? which equals more totally. money in your pocket he's sick exactly. honestly he's, he's been amazing like mm-hmm. he is way better than me mm-hmm. at a lot of things mm-hmm. he might be better than me at my own job like to be honest yeah. <laughs> he's, he's crazy <laughs> my, my colleagues and i our entire team uses uses him and yeah. this last year has been a lot of changes that we switched uh we hired a firm to do all of our back-end stuff yeah, so yeah. we switched back-end offices to like a brand new one in downtown mm-hmm. um from one that was we were using in alberta mm-hmm. and that's a lot of compliance work all of our client files this wow. guy took care of everything like Amazing. my our business didn't stop like my business partners and i uh-huh. we didn't stop we just kept going Damn. because he took care of everything on the back end with like nothing but a smile crushed everything and if this happened last year, my, my business would have hemorrhaged. Like, it would have been crazy. Wow. And then that was my aha moment. We're yeah. talking about what our aha moments was. Right. That was it for me. Yeah. Uh, where I was like, this guy's crazy. So I really started letting go where I, I don't even question what he does. I'm just like, the end result is the end result. Free up yeah. my time so I can keep growing. Totally. And do shit I enjoy doing. Right. You take care of everything else. Mm-hmm. And then from that, I I think I interviewed public, realistically, 20-something mm-hmm. firms for marketing. And wow. every single time, uh, I would be like, okay, maybe one of them will just wow me where I'll hire them eventually. Mm-hmm. And all of them were like, yeah, you kind of know what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll just help you like do this and this. And mm-hmm. them telling me, yeah, you kind of know what you're doing was like bad for me. Mm. Because then right away, I was like, okay, well, why do I hire them if I kind of yeah. know what I'm yeah, doing? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I know totally. the blueprint. Well, yeah. Good marketing right there. That's not good like, marketing <laughs> on the marketing <laughs> company like, side of things. booty, man. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you're trash, bro. You're trash. <laughs> but um, the one that I ended up, uh, working with so co-girl co-girl marketing I yeah. shout, working out co-girl. With shout out co-girl but <laughs> they said they're like you know what like you know the stuff like you know the lead magnets you know all that kind of stuff yeah, like, yeah, you, yeah. you know the stuff but it's obvious you don't have time mm. to do it because you've been looking for marketing firms for like a year and a half two years right so if you had the time you would have done it a year you and a half ago you were less yeah. busy yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, you're right. Definitely. <laughs> so, totally. It's like, it's funny when they picture it out and somebody else pictures it out like straight flat. Like, no, it doesn't hold back. Like, that's how Very it is. matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, objectively, yeah. Kogro, you can e-transfer your, uh, the plug money to me. For yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But it's, it's funny. It's, uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have met them if it wasn't for Harv. That's awesome. But, uh, but yeah, like that transparency and honesty, like that's why I, I expect from my friends. So, yeah. like, it's good for, for, you know, for people sure. you work with. Business relationships, same thing. But I think that was my aha moment with my mm-hmm. assistant and it allowed me to realize that even though i know a little bit of stuff like yeah. it doesn't mean you're the best person for the job yeah. if you want to grow you need to free up your time to create systems which i'm sure rav will talk about later on yeah but you need to free up your time to create systems and sops yeah or standard operating procedures of everything that you do exactly so whether i'm here or not mm-hmm. uh, if i'm on vacation whatever it may be that everything has to still happen. Yeah, monkey-proof your business, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Down to do like that. a fourth-grader language for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That if someone brand new came to the business yep. or bought the business, because mm-hmm. succession planning, even if I want to sell a portfolio at one, totally, day, or you want to sell just cakes or, yep. or whatever, you need to have it so someone brand new can come to the business and not lose revenue. Yep. Operate it just as. Totally. Um, so that's that's one thing that uh, that was important for me is is run that one mm-hmm. uh, that way so that. It's very simple for my business. 
whether I take come back from vacation. Like when mm-hmm. I got married, I came back with no momentum because I did not want to work at all. Yeah, of course. I was still in honeymoon stage, so yeah, 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 that yeah. took a while for me to get back into it. But it's so much easier now than it would have been a year ago. For so sure. That Definitely. was for me just letting go. Because it's not all riding that. on you, right? Exactly. Yeah. One thing that reminds me of someone said something to me once. They're like, oh, here's Ravina. She's a jack of all trades. And I'm like, I don't want to be a jack of all trades. Like, yeah. they, they, of course, they were saying it as a, a compliment. compliment, right? But that's when I was like, my aha moment, like, I don't want that. I want to yeah. be a master of one thing, right? And what is my one thing? Um, and yeah, sure, you can be good at a few things, but like what you're what you're known for, like I for just me personally, like I want it to be like maybe one or two things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like when I really like saw the, you know, I need to let go. I need to other people to do this stuff. And same same uh, same as you saw, like once once you let go, you realize how like if you have good people around you, like there's so much talent, like. Like you said, your assistant's probably better at your job than probably, you are. Yeah, and, like, that's the same thing with me. I got people in, at Just Cakes that are way better than me at, like, you know, making pastries or cakes or whatever else. And and that can only be seen if you allow them to shine, right? right. Um, and that comes with letting go. So, yeah. And God, do the plug. I uh, ordered some cakes from Just Cakes for Mother's <laughs> Day. They were uh, delicious as always. Amazing, so amazing. And you know what? I didn't make a single one. There you go. <laughs> point proven. Point proven. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. It, it, now he's going to request all future cakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, no, it, it, it's crazy. I think when you, as you let go, mm-hmm. you realize that there's a lot of talent around you. And yeah. I think when you are starting off, like we were talking about earlier, when you're starting off, you need to be the jack of all trades. Yeah. You need to do everything. everything yeah, on you. totally. But this is the next step, exactly. the level two through four, right? Which is funny because you have to do less in order to grow, which is such a weird yep. concept. I know, it's a weird paradox, such right? a weird concept. Step away concept. from that and focus on the stuff that's actually like, yeah. that's when you have to start prioritizing, right? Compartmentalizing totally. the things that matter to help you get to the next like sure. hurdle. Exactly. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said something similar like, to, in order to free up your time, you need discipline and structure, right? And that sounds so, like, opposite, oh. but that's so true. Like, the discipline and structure that you set up in your foundation will ultimately allow you to then let go and outsource and then allow you to have the freedom to then scale your business, right? right, right. So, yeah, no, it's 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 a cool thing. That's, like, the thing where we talked about in, like, the earlier episodes. Yeah. I probably heard it on some so many, like, different podcasts mm-hmm. here, but it's, like, you have to say yes to everything when you start and yeah. to have the power to say no to things when yeah. you actually like get to that point totally because yeah. then then you can start prioritizing like okay no it doesn't make sense for me yeah. to do call out these people because anybody could call them like you know what i mean this is yeah. time well i could be doing focusing on other ends of the business or you know where it's like i can go out and get business i don't need to do these menial like admin mm-hmm. tasks so mm-hmm. that's when you have to start saying no and then totally. prioritizing that it's for weird because sure. you train yourself first to say yes to everything yeah and you have to train yourself to start saying no I know. to a lot of stuff so it's such a, it's yeah. such a weird thing so i think weird. like i went through that too like where it's like um for me, it's only like for this the solopreneur part. Like I'm in a service space, and so are you, mm-hmm. I guess, and to you are to an extent as well. Yeah. Um. So, I had plans for like it's been a year. I guess it's been it was a year last month, so it was like pandemic, like April. Yeah. So Happy I had plans. bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, so I had like a. I had plans. Just kicks. Yeah. <laughs> like I had goals, mm-hmm. and then you start hitting those goals, and then I think it was the thing where you referenced earlier. I was just not. Um, I was fortunate where like I started hitting the goals and that part of the business started taking care of itself, but mm-hmm. I was just more scared to look at, or right, where do I go from here? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that part kind of scared me because it mm-hmm. was like, 
I was expecting these to be done like it would take time. Mm-hmm. But then once the ball starts rolling and you start becoming reactive instead of proactive, you have to find that balance. Yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, now I got to like realign this goal, change that number to something higher. And then you're yeah. mentally like subconscious. Totally. You're like, oh, that's too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. So you that, get in your yeah, own way. So that's exactly what I went through probably from January to like March, mm-hmm. um, trying to figure out realigning. Like I need to, because I lost the fire. Because I, I mean, you do. I, I started getting, yeah, I started like, like, like I said, I stopped getting proactive active to get business started being more reactive mm-hmm. and then obviously everything like i stopped really producing content as much mm-hmm. as i should have for the business mm-hmm. and handling that stuff because right. i was fortunate enough to be working on the business or mm-hmm. sorry in the business yeah but um yeah so i think that comes back to um reviewing pretty much every like on a, even like a two-week basis i mean every week you should have your plan like laid out which i do but i don't review it mm. i don't review it as much as i should yeah you know what i mean i don't go back on yeah, a sunday same. night like how was yeah, the week yeah. before yeah yeah whereas like i'm really good at planning the week ahead but it's so hard for me to look at the like, week before anything unless you check up on it yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. can't measure unless it unless right? something goes wrong yeah, right? yeah. and exactly yeah. that's when i'm like oh where could i fix that but when like i need to do it on a weekly basis so that mm-hmm. for me was something that i'm trying to get better at right that and like i guess you mentioned it um with the assistant thing, I'm trying to get better at the automation part because I'm not really there at the assistant like yet. Whereas mm-hmm. there's so many things that could be automated, but they're not. Yeah. Um, I mean, not just the CRM, but like even shooting out emails, all the like the basic stuff. Yeah, right. Um, which I'm still kind of doing manually. I mean, even like social media, I do have plans. Like I have so much content, mm-hmm. but I just haven't had a process to put it out. Like, yeah. you know, or it's all in my head. Right. It's like I've done yeah. three, like a different mortgage podcast, but I've done enough, but I haven't put it out. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out where to put it. So mm-hmm. I think that was the biggest uh pointer for me and i would say to anybody who is in that um, service-based entrepreneur whereas like reevaluate where you are because you're gonna hit those goals that you set pretty quickly a lot quicker than you think for me i think it's just i didn't hit high enough like you gotta Mm -hmm. you gotta like set a goal that scares you yeah and obviously like coming to realization i was being really comfortable and modest saying like i mean i could do this yeah um but now it's like, okay, now I got to go like 10x. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, kind of like, oh man, now I'm like, yeah. well, I gotta, like you got to get the fire back. Honestly, if it doesn't yeah. scare you, it's not big no, enough, No, right? exactly. And that's Literally. where it's like, I, I started getting comfortable. So yeah. I'll admit that. So the reevaluating your, your like on a weekly, daily basis every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm great at writing in the morning, but like, mm-hmm. you know what you're grateful at. And I'll shout out to you for uh, Ravine for... Um, what you do the daily journal thing so that's great so Mm -hmm. i was fortunate to get something from you and then we Mm -hmm. got one from my work as well which is very similar for this year for 2021 because i think we did our podcast episode like last like end of last november december so they gave us one for the whole year which is very similar where you add like the three days you're grateful and has like a quote and then and what to do and like Mm -hmm. the basically exact same thing yeah Um, and so it covers basically what you have to do your priorities you know the three things you're grateful for but then, like, going back to it at the end of the day is, is hard. It That's is, eh? Yeah. Like, it's easy to start off. And because you're, like, you're yeah. already on to the next by, like, yeah. 8 o'clock. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you start thinking, like, oh, I got to do that tomorrow. And then, totally. like, four other things come up. discipline thing, right? Yeah. 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 Totally. And that goes back to finding the balance between being yeah. reactive and proactive. Like, you need totally. to have that balance to say no to certain things. And, yeah. um, you know, that certain things can wait. Mm-hmm. Where other things, like, you have to spend the time mm-hmm. to measure where you are um, if you want to actually, like, incrementally grow every single totally day. yeah and I, I mean i preach that all day like one percent yeah. better every single day but like 
I feel like I'm so guilty of that too. I'm like, oh no, like I- I'm cool with this amount per month, right? Yeah. And I yeah. hit it every month. Plus, and you like, get, but you think dude, you figured it out. No, but I, yeah, but you haven't. Exactly, that's the thing, <laughs> I'm like, right? Oh, I can do this. Dude, like, my business nice, coach like, literally setup. called me out. He's like, dude, you've been hitting the same revenue goal for the last three months. Like, why don't you up it? Yeah. Like that means, like, what are you doing? You can't. You you already proved that you can do this, and so now do more. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I just yeah, got right. here. It's exhausting sometimes to get there. That's a gut check. Yeah. But no, even even this morning, like, again, my therapist, like, I was like, do that. Like, scares the shit out of me. She's like, good. It should scare the shit out of you. Otherwise, yeah. it's not big enough. And that's what you, you're about, right? So I'm like, yeah, no, I totally resonate with that. Like, realigning, like, rechecking everything and just making sure, like, okay, you're on the path to, you know, um, growth rather than just complacency. Right. I, I hate, I, like, I hate complacency. I hate it. Because, like, same. oh, man. Yeah. Like, when you just know that you have, like, the potential to do so much, right? It's such a crime to yourself. It is a crime. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect way to put it. for me, I'm guilty of, which I think anybody who does listen to this can say, like, I love listening to podcasts or mm-hmm. I love all listening to audiobooks. So I'll listen to it. But the other part, like, the mm-hmm. biggest part of doing that part is actually taking action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that has been, like, I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. But and I'm writing stuff down, but mm-hmm. it's like I actually need to implement it. Yeah. And nothing happens until you implement it. No, totally. Because I can recite, you know, like relentless or yeah. like, you know, all these books which are amazing, like the 10x book that we talked about in yeah. last podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? My mind yeah. goes like 18 different ways. Totally. And that's I can I, do this. Oh, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Or I can do, I can do, do that. And then I, that's when I just overload and I'm yeah. like, I just sit back. I'm like, all right. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let, let's come back. So, to and it. then sometimes you just get too reactive and like something happened last last weekend. I texted my business coach. I was like, hey, so like thinking like closing my storefronts and doing this. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, excuse me. No, that's not, that's not the right way that we want yeah. to execute. Right, well, so it's also yeah. balance exactly. Yeah. Like, well, you're touching so on it a few times, far. and yeah. you're touching on it a few times now. So, the business coach thing, yeah, yeah, so like that is you know, that's another that's part a of big that's thing. a yeah. huge part. Like, you've mentioned it so many times here. Yeah. It's like it's like that accountability part it where is. when you're working out at the gym, you know, they're spotting you, yeah, um, or they're telling you, you know, that that weight totally. is weak, and you need to like put something more yeah. on yeah. that for yeah. sure. See, I love that's why I reference I like to. Um, I feel like I'm the type of person that responds best to tough love. I don't yeah. respond to, oh my god, you're doing amazing. And it's so keep great going, that you can admit going. that because like, no, a lot of people I don't like, admit no, that. But no, I like, no, I like, Lavina, what the fuck you doing? Because it feels like, nice to you, hear people yeah. say, like, yeah, you're doing good, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, of course, yeah. but like, you know, it, in all far. transparency, I get, I get that a lot, right? I, I get <laughs> yeah. validation on a daily basis, and it feels good, and it's great, and then you, you're it put like on this. It fills up your tank enough yeah. for you to get slapped by somebody. I want to get slapped. Like, is is that bad to say? Like, I want to get slapped. I want to get like, no, what that? Yeah, with words. Yes, with words. <laughs> not hands things to be like like put in Top my place love. right yeah. put in my place and my fiance Arjun is like the perfect person for that I think that's why we've lasted so with long with the words with yeah. the words <laughs> oh my oh, god no, dude. you, you do not need yeah. to say that <laughs> it's fine but um yeah no like I like to be put in my place I like to be like given tough love like when I'm not op- uh, uh, not operating at the level that I know I'm capable of yeah and that I know, like, I have the potential to operate that, then I want someone to be there, be like, objectively speaking, you're so much more than this, mm-hmm. right? And and that fuels me. Um, so I, I, I don't know if people would know this story. I think I briefly mentioned it on the last podcast with you guys and also on my own podcast. And when, in 2018, this was, like, the and almost end of year two of 
my business. So going on to 2019, um, and I lost a shit ton of money. And I had like literally $900 in my bank account. My payroll is 20,000 bucks, like every two weeks. And I did not know what the fuck to do. And it was like January 3rd or 4th or something. I'm sitting at Brown's in Abbotsford, the new one on Marshall's shout out. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's yeah, it's good. Pardon? Yeah, it's, it's not new anymore. anymore but anyway. nothing better to do when you got 900 bucks in your account. Exactly. Go to Brown. <laughs> and then, honestly, <laughs> having an avocado toast, that's like yeah. way too expensive. As a financial planner, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, like I'm sitting there like stressed out, right? And then you know, the opportunity of going to this like business seminar, free business seminar comes up. And this opportunity presented itself like a few times over the last year. And I just said, nah, not this time. Nah, not this time. I don't have time. All this kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't have an excuse. Uh, this keeps showing up for me. Like, I need to do something. So I go. And it ended up being, like, the program that I signed up for a two-year plan with. Um, and that was, like, business coaching and accountability and things like that. And that program was, you know, $24,000 over the course of the two years. So, like, an extra 1000 or so a month, essentially. Um, an extra thousand bucks or so a month and I'm like how am I even supposed to pay this when I don't have the that's funds to pay money yeah, right and then like, well, can you imagine that for yeah. Yeah, like. yeah no totally <laughs> well so I mean logistically speaking that 900 bucks in my bank account like I realized that there was a lot of orders that had not been paid and yeah. like that was like a good chunk of change and so that I like literally to shock you a little yeah bit. Like, it, it was good enough to shock me and everything I called up clients and whatever I made it work and everything yeah. like that and then yeah I signed up for this course and it was a lot more than I expected but I'm like you know what I think I need this and I feel re- I feel good about it so I signed up right at the same time I had like a hospitality restaurant coach also approached me and we had a couple initial meetings and I expressed the same like look man I don't have the money like I already signed up for this other program and all this kind of stuff but then something about him also was like fuck like I can learn so much right the gut feeling. Yeah, yeah it was the gut feeling so I'm like screw it I'm gonna do it he's sick too I'm, I'm gonna do it and yeah. then um and so the next like two weeks came by went by and I like went gung-ho into like anything that they could give me I executed I implemented I was like operating on like my highest level probably just because again operating from a place of fear like I'm gonna lose my business if I don't fucking change it right? right and I already have the foundation I already have the structure set up everything's running it's literally me in my own way right yeah. so I started that and yeah within two three weeks making key changes and a lot of those key changes involve like systems and processes and things like that and you know we were doubling our walk-in and we yeah. were just small tweaks like right. we doubled our walk-in we're um, making more for customs where we signed on a huge grocery partner and like things started looking up and then literally within what two or three months i remember it was uh, that payment that i was making to these two now two coaches at sim- simultaneously i wasn't even thinking about yeah like see, i would wake up to right. that you know right there bet like, on yourself crazy crazy like the uh, like harvey ch- touched on it the amount like it does not take a lot of time to you for you to make key changes that will literally change your life right yeah, exactly. and with a business coach for someone like me that really takes accountability seriously like that is the key 
piece that I needed to like get to the next level and it continues to be so right and even with the same program like I still like signed up with a a business coach I mean that program is it's complete now but I still remained with the business coach and everything like that and you know monthly we have meetings or he's like kind of at my disposal whenever I need to like chat chat about something and he's able to like objectively look at things and once you get to that it's like a therapist right like once you get to that point of like having that relationship with that person is like they're able to call you out on your shit they're able to like really know you and like in this aspect your business to know what's actually like objectively good for you right Right. whereas i am often laden with emotion and i'm like that's what's clouding my judgment exactly and then you're not going to get your employees to tell you the same thing no exactly exactly and yeah when it came to like you know something that occurred this past week like i automatically like my gut reaction was yeah to text my um my business coach be like hey kind of want to close my storefronts like i want to focus on this and then he called me he was like dude that's like you can like it doesn't need to be all or nothing right and then like really talking me down from that but like if i didn't have him would i have gone the other way who knows right so it's like you're kind of just that's what i mean like yeah yeah exactly in like 18 different directions sometimes in your brain you just like like, i'm just gonna take the risk yeah you spiral right and i definitely take risks so like if if i didn't like have that person to check me and like also a group of people that i'm accountable to every single month like i wouldn't be where i am today hell no right like my business has doubled tripled in the past three years whereas you know for first year we were doing 250k second year we were doing 500k third year close to a mil and now 1.5 right so, so it's like it's that's like a quick thing there because uh when you were on our podcast mm-hmm. last year and the last year yeah you said your goal was to be a, over a million dollar business this year 2021 yeah. so you've already passed it yeah it's crazy totally totally 100% and and I mean, we can we can talk about that on another episode. Like, just like it's it's not about being cocky. It's about like being very clear about what you want, right. what you want, and your intentions of it. And like, you're literally just competing with yourself, right? That's, That's a completely different topic. But like, yeah, that having a business coach is honestly, it's been like having a therapist, right? Like, you're it's it's kind of exercising your business, almost thinking about it like as a muscle, or like you're the it's only gonna be as strong as you work it out, right? It's like, like if you're MJ and you have your own Tim Grover. Hundred percent. That's, yeah, that's, that's exactly personal, that's it. That's MJ's personal trainer. Exactly yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly or was his personal trainer? Yeah. We played, but yeah. Um, yeah and he and he's brown too. Hey. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, it shocked me. But uh, yeah. and he's got a new book coming out in like two weeks. Dude, I know. I'm so freaking pumped to see that. Pumped. Hear that. So, I hear that and read it. But pumped. Like both. Yeah. Audible. Yeah. Audible. I'll be honest. I don't retain it as much when I hear it. So I need to. I need to like yeah and highlight it. But I want to say another thing too that I heard on a podcast where you talked about you know when you're. You know, you you got a payroll to make, and yeah. you have employees. So, if anybody's in that situation, like, yeah, I, this analogy might not help, but like, it just mm-hmm. goes to show that mm-hmm. um, when you have that kind of um, pressure on you, yeah, like you're gonna find a way to make it yeah. happen. Because, like, uh, I heard it on a podcast where I think he owned a car dealership in Ontario, mm-hmm. and he was just like a really popular, like a really big one. And he said that we don't hire when we look for sales associates. Mm-hmm. We don't hire people who are just like, yeah, I want to make a million dollars a year. It's like we hire people who have a kid, a mortgage, a wife at home. Like yeah. those are the kind of people who are like gonna make it happen 100%. because they have that. Because on- they have to. Yeah, yeah. they have right? to. There's they no plan to. B for them. Where it's yeah. like the people who are at home or the people who are like, oh, I just have a money goal. Yeah. Like, 
they, they're not going to get anywhere no. compared to the people yeah. who are actually like, I'm going to take action. Well, like, then it comes back to the why, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, why are you even doing yeah. this? Yeah, and right? that highlights that so true. Like, yeah. you know, you wouldn't think of that when you walk into a car dealership. Totally. Uh, totally. That's how deep it goes. I'm sure at some point, what? you know, we'll, we'll, have, we'll be married, we'll have kids, we'll have all that yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah. But if I've, for me, I can only speak for myself. If mm-hmm. I've already had the internal pressures of myself and I got to hit these goals and I'm already imagining that I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like I need to hit these goals because this is this, like those are my goals. Yeah. I have three big goals in my life and mm-hmm. they're all centered around my future family. Yeah. So if I have those goals, I've already trained my mind and my body yeah. to deal with that pressure. So when that right. pressure actually comes, I'm already there. I've been yeah. living in that space. Exactly. So it doesn't really phase me all that much. Exactly. Right? So right. It's huge. Right, right. But one thing about with you, Rep, because I think a mm-hmm. lot of people, they mm-hmm. hear about business coaches, yeah. interview business coaches, yeah. maybe randomly meet business coaches. Right. And a business coach can be either a business coach or mm-hmm. an accountability or an accountability team. Yeah, yeah. So how, like, how for you mm-hmm. was it just coincidence you ran into him, or did you how did um, you find the right person that matched your personality? So the first one, I actually just got introduced to him through like a mutual friend, um, in the industry mm-hmm. in the like the restaurant hospitality industry, and he hadn't worked with a bakery so to speak uh, before, but he had a lot of knowledge on like systems and processes and stuff, and we kind of yeah. had a couple like trial meetings. And he did a couple things for us and they ended up hitting, right? And so that was like kind of my first taste of it. I'm like, okay, this could actually really work. And so I signed up on, you know, a year contract with him and like took it really seriously. Like I took it like, you know, grade 12, this is how you're going to pass. Like yeah. get your... Do or die. Yeah, do yeah, or yeah. die. Like I took it real seriously. <laughs> As you should. 100%. And then people often look at the price thing. But like, dude, if you just think about like, okay, if it's even a thousand bucks a month, but like if you actually execute and are able to take the, like the insight or the mentorship or whatever, you're able to like 10x that right yeah. <laughs> and it's also an investment right it's, it's really an investment is. it's not an expense it's not yeah. a cost it's mm-hmm. it's an investment so i think people's mindset around that really needs to change and then i also took advantage of like coaching program the two-year program which had like courses built into it um an accountability uh team pr- monthly as well as like a facilitator or business coach of that team so who yeah, that's sick. yeah yeah so it was really really awesome and you know i'm i'm still with that team or i mean i've graduated from that team because like coaching teams, pods i guess yeah it is yeah, like yeah. a coaching pod and like everyone has like a solid 30 minutes dedicated to to their them and their business every single month and like the that's team kind of has a round table like what that business can do so it's like it's like five heads instead of right. one head, right? That's been really, really helpful. And like, I really want to start this, man. And like, maybe this podcast is kind of a way to like leeway into that. It's like, I would love to start like local accountability pods, whether they're on Zoom, whether they're in person, whether they're in my fucking backyard. Yeah. Like, I'd love to do that because I feel like I have so many ideas for other businesses and like see things out there. And like, I'm sure other people have a lot of ideas for me and like how to be better. So I would love to take advantage of that. So shoot me a DM. If you're down, and then we'll we'll set. That's up. a really yeah. good idea. Oh, but no, <laughs> honestly, like I think we should start it, and maybe that could be like we can start. No, it, that's man. A, like, yeah. I, I would honestly, love to do that. That is probably the easiest way for yeah. somebody like even like me because I am yeah. obviously I've thought about a business coach as well, but you know I've got so many things in my mind as well. Totally. But like but, uh, that would be a really good bridge towards yeah, that because I agree. It starts with somebody telling you, yeah. getting that outside perspective. Because I'm always telling Vishal like. Mm-hmm. 
you know, just the other day I was asking about Calendly. Like it's all about automation, yeah, right? So I was totally. asking about this booking yeah. tool. Yeah. And so I'm always asking him about what he's using in business, mm-hmm. vice versa. He's asked me. Yeah, um, I was like one of my biggest rocks. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, bounce ideas off for sure. Yeah, no, no, you need I that. Yeah. You need to trust it to like, oh, wrap to your yeah. point too. You need somebody to trust with. And I think Vishal is probably too nice to tell me something, some shit that I'm doing is not working. Whereas, like, yeah. when you get that external, oh, when you get that external person, like, no, it's just yeah. like totally yeah. different perspective. Um, and maybe stuff that you wouldn't think of because yeah. honestly, I'll look at stuff, let's say what you're doing. I don't know anything about baking, but mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, that's like, I think you could try this. Where mm-hmm. it's like, you might be like, oh, it's kind of dumb, but wait a minute. Maybe you can totally. like, tweak it. 100%. And I think that is the, like, the yeah. beauty of when you have these so-called, yeah, I don't like to use the word mastermind because I feel like it's super like cliche out now. Cliche now, yeah. But like, but, like, I, like I like how you call it a pod. Yeah. yeah. yeah so like, when you just need people to support what you're doing. Totally. Or, or bounce off ideas. Have because, a WhatsApp group, five yeah. people yeah. group, whatever. And, all, like, and the thing is, a lot of the, the stuff that you can implement, like as I'm finding out through online, mm-hmm. like it doesn't cost a lot. Like no. all these tools that are out there for automation, especially yep. these days, like booking tools. I mean, even like Fiverr, like you can have pros and cons for both. Right. But totally. like, there's, there's so many avenues where you're just tweaking certain things. If yep. you can do it you can definitely find a reasonable expense for it it doesn't totally, have to be like totally. super extravagant yeah sure. one of my coaching clients well I do, I do business coaching now but I'm not plugging that I promise um but Rap one of my <laughs> my uh my, one of my clients um she totally she has a floral business and she was com- like super overwhelmed with how to automate things and she was taking literally every single email like personally like custom orders and things like that and she's like i how do i like even expand like how do i do this and like we with one app we were able to do that on shopify 20 bucks a month one app we were able to completely automate her thing but like and she wouldn't have known that if she hadn't you know come to me and that's not saying come to me but saying to learn from people that have already yeah go to somebody who's done there who's been there done that right Right. and they'll be they'll be happy to help you and oftentimes I, I don't know whether if it's just in the brown kind of community like we don't want to ask for help and like why is that yeah. and like or like we don't want other people to think that we don't have it all together all the time but like we why is that huge egos like no it's it's hereditary, I mean, hereditary pride <laughs> like yeah. the pride is there it really the is honestly I, I definitely have an ego i always have to check myself like yeah. a lot where it's yeah. like um even like how you said like you love being like in control uh, conversationally slapped mm, mm-hmm. when it comes to like conversations yeah, yeah. um it, it it's like for me it mm-hmm. depends how someone delivers it yeah oh yeah aggressively at me, for sure i get choked yeah so i got to take a step back <laughs> i get choked i get choked <laughs> the booth yeah but i'm like me yeah. naturally i'm yeah I'm, yeah and you need to be grounded right yeah, like that's yeah, what it yeah, is yeah. like you need somebody to ground you for in sure. like the right way yeah. Yeah. And obviously you don't want somebody just cursing well, yo, at you calling you a moron or calling you a bitch for not making him a mother or like quote unquote like you know like nothing you just I or or someone calling you a bitch for not making them a mother's day. Oh, <laughs> shout out Sahaj Preet, whoever you are. Check the IG. Check the IG. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that okay. that, that's different. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I, I couldn't believe it for a yeah, while. Yeah, yeah. People that are like that. And I'm just like, they tried to video call me after too. Hey, jeez. Well, after we posted, after, of course. No, not after oh, I posted. Oh, I blocked them. Okay, okay, gotcha, um, but like they they tried to. Honestly, man, they tried to video call me after. You know what? Let's call your mom. Exactly. The one you wanted to cake for. Yeah, like yeah. But that just goes to show, like, you can't take that kind of stuff seriously. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's just no, there's no, always no, gonna no, be no. people like that exactly, out there. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I think like you gotta identify like what works for you. Like yeah. for me, like I'm not an emotional person at all. Like mm-hmm. when when I have conversations and emotions are in there, mm-hmm. I generally check out. Like for the most part, I'm just like I don't know, man. Like I'll try and be there, but like yeah. I'm not the. I'm very self-aware that I'm not the best person mm-hmm. to have an emotional conversation because right. I can't. I can't like. 
empathize fully. I can't mm-hmm. relate fully. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm very, I'm a, I'm a linear thinker. So mm-hmm. I, I think if something's happened, like obviously I get emotional. Things upset mm-hmm. me, make me sad, whatever. Yeah. But I will take a step back and I'll think, okay, there's a gap. How mm-hmm. can I solve that gap? And yeah. For me, Your my problem mind, there's always a way. I'm a problem yeah. solver. Yeah, 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 I mean, there's yeah. always a way to solve a problem. Right. So one of the steps yeah. to get there. I feel like that's like optimal, honestly, in the in the in the shoes of an entrepreneur. I feel like I was definitely so emotional in the beginning. Like I took everything, like any constructive feedback, anything at all. I took it so personally. But now I feel like I'm more in that problem solving mode. It could go right? both ways though, because yeah. you would react quicker in general than like mm. I would, because I would I would take a step back and think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's it, it goes to my point where it's, it's yeah. important that you find people that communicate the way that you want and like, right. I'll give a shout to like Harv is a big one yeah and my boys uh, I'm a guy Hibbit. right here man yeah, <laughs> but Hibbit and Sammy as well like they'll call me randomly out of the blue yeah, and be yeah. like yo just heads up I was thinking like this off, like you could do this better or like why don't you hmm. do this like and like they'll awesome. call me randomly on Wednesday but like, I love by the way man like, I, think, I think you're like you're performing pretty weak I was like what do you mean and like, wow. obviously like I get like the ego right away yeah, right? Like, what, do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean the ego like they know yeah. me so they use the ego to feed yeah, and yeah, it's very yeah. similar to what you were saying where mm-hmm. someone's like yo you can do better like yeah, do you 100%. realize all the stuff that you've done like yeah, totally. why are you just doing this why are you stopping here then I'm like for sure oh, yeah let's go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like let's go break a table put a hole in the wall exactly it's so important that like again a business coach depending what stage you're at it doesn't have to be a business coach yeah it can be an accountability it can be your friend who is also running a business or a, a, a neighboring business or which whatever. is like basically the and reason we started this podcast we're just like right? we like hearing yeah. other people how they're doing yeah <laughs> and I, like, dude i love it like yeah. i think people need to put it out of their heads like that oh people are people are gonna judge me or all this kind of stuff like no like people no gives a shit, there's no. this there, there's honestly <laughs> that's like honestly yeah. i like if you're listening to this and you're into this like kind of mindset business kind of growth stuff like honestly other like-minded business people want you to succeed too yeah. Like, it's not, there's enough cake to go around. There's enough pie, right? Like, right. everyone majority, can have their slice. Majority, like, yeah, majority I mean, there's always going to be apples that oh, are, like, that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah sure. and, like, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if somebody's probably got that mindset where, yeah. like, even for me, like, when I went to this business, I reached out to a lot of people. Yeah. Some, like, shout them, like, some were amazing. Yeah. Um, some were kind of, like, they did kind of slap me with my words. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it was in the way to motivate me because yeah. they didn't know me. Right. Uh, it was very hard, like, the way they said it. Yeah. And it was kind of, like, the way other people were super, they were both, like, yeah. they so some I people, t- I'm sure, if I remember correctly, some were like, don't get in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah some people were yeah. very condescending in the way yeah. they were talking yeah, 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 to me. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like yeah. they were talking yeah. down, mm-hmm. which I didn't take it personally. Like, I knew, yeah. hey, like, maybe that's that's one person. Yeah, that's I'll, I'll continue to reach out to yeah. other people. And yeah. I did. Like, yeah, and totally. man, I'm so glad I did because now that I'm in it, I'm like, man, that guy didn't know yeah. what he's talking about. <laughs> so nearly it's already. Exactly. Well, that's his, his experience, Exactly. Right? And no, it's not his experience. Yeah. I think he was just worried that somebody's going to take off his plate. His mindset was so, like, mm. not on the abundance. It yeah, was just, like, totally. the scarcity. Yeah. Where he's like, no, this is my pie. And, like, you know, exactly. he's worried. Like, And that yeah. that's probably why they're not going to do it for totally. a while. Or they're not going to be doing it. Chances are, if you're listening to podcasts like your like YBR Business and, and, like, Brad thinks, chances are you have a similar mindset. Right. And that you're wanting to see other people succeed. And you're also wanting to, you know, feed your own success. Success yeah. too. Straight up. So, and yeah. the thing is, once people reach that certain level, I have found not that I'm saying I'm mm-hmm. at a certain level, but like once people are there, mm-hmm. they they want to share. Like, hundred yeah, percent, you and, want to. And it the makes weird, you feel and, good. yeah, and I told this yeah. guy like like three months ago, I had people message me saying like, yeah. hey, could you like, you, I'm trying to get into this business. You want to give me some? And I thought it was like a joke. I'm like, at first of all, at first of all, I yeah. thought it was yeah, a joke. Yeah. I'm like, who the hell's pumping my number to these people? <laughs> like, I'm a coach because I swear I'm not an expert at anything. Yeah. But all it takes is. 10 extra percent yeah like, that's all so it those is people see yeah. an extra 10 percent and then i have like another person saying like man i love what you're doing with the mark 
marketing awesome. and I'm trying to get into this business. Like, wow. can we meet? And I'm like, listen, I'm not. I haven't done anything. <laughs> you know what but I mean? share what you know, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and you're willing did. to. And, and you're 100% to. Yeah. I did. I, I just told him straight up. But I was yeah. just like, whoa, like that makes totally. me feel so much better too. Because it's like. You're helping someone. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, if I, like, I wish I had done that sooner when I was yeah. like in that person's exactly. shoes. Exactly. Right, right, exactly. Right, 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 right. Uh, Mitchell grabs a blanket <laughs> and we could cuddle up. <laughs> 100%. But I oh, think um, it, it's, it's definitely like it was one of those things that when I switched from a salary job to a self-employed job mm-hmm. i don't know what it was but that was my biggest like wow moment yeah was it was like sorry that many came across not like salary people are are not helpful but mm-hmm. it was different because in a corporate structure yeah like it is kind of that way where people want to get higher than the other person yeah totally. oh it's a very like doggy dog right like yeah. Right, yeah. That's what I, was totally. like, I want to step over you to get to that in a yeah. nutshell yeah. in just the company it was like that but that's who i interacted with mm. the people in the company but when i left there's to the self-employed this entire, world, yeah. it, it's so different. And so like, different. that's the one thing, guys, that like, you got to understand. Like, everyone wants everyone to eat. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's dope to see and it's really dope to experience. Mm-hmm. And one of the things if you want to get from, like, surviving to thriving is you need to learn how to reach out mm-hmm. with the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's very important to reach out for the right people. And mm-hmm. I, I, I think Harv and I talked about this before on the podcast, but there's that saying, we need to change your circle. Like, I don't think you need to change your circle. But you need to expand your circle. Yeah. Um, because I don't agree with changing circles. Like, you don't want to just dip on the people that brought yeah. you to where you were and pick a piece I made it. But <laughs> you definitely expand your circle. Yeah, I don't know you number who this, but yeah. I think you need to expand your circle definitely. to include people you want to be more like. Yeah, and that includes like accountability partners and 100%. coaches you look up to, mentors you look up to, just people in the industry that you're in that you look up to, right? Right. Just reach out, and, and I'm sh- nine times out of 10, I bet you they'll be more than willing to help yeah so yeah so that's kind of like and that's, how a, you and that's a recurring up, right? theme on like pretty much every guest that yeah. we had yeah. where they've reached out to like people um mm-hmm. either to offer what they're doing or just mm-hmm. to get advice and you know that's pretty much how they get to those next steps because one thing leads totally. to another right, right. Yeah. i think the hardest thing for like personally i would say this too like when you're seeing these business coaches mm-hmm. it's like how do i know it's not a scam you know what i mean because yeah. sometimes it comes because you do hear horror a, stories no, and you do where you can talk about stuff where it's like okay maybe that didn't work out and then it yeah. kind of scars you psychologically because at that and because nowadays you know social media everybody kind of starts to sell a course yeah, yeah. so you want to try and get past the fluff mm-hmm. um, so i think that would probably hold a lot of people back so what would you say is like something that you'd look for are you, are you saying to yeah. just give it a tr- try and then I, well, I would take advantage on, hey, can we have an initial phone call? Like, yeah. what can you even do for me, right? And it's like, it has to it has to benefit you if you're going to invest in something like that. But, like, right. what can I get a phone call? And, like, uh, what is your policy if, like, let's say if this isn't working, you know, a, 10 sessions down the road, like, is there something yeah. that we can do? Or and what like, is your promise? What's your intention? I think like, letters of intent are so important. Like, this is what I'm expecting. This is what you're promising and what you can expect from me as a client as well. So I think having a really, like, solid set um, boundaries in, in that regard, too, and expectations. Um, with the accountability groups that I've done before, like, we have full, like, documents, like, non-disclosures as well as, like, this is what you can expect from the group. This is what's expected from you and carry forward Man, that, that way, letter right? intent is key it's key yeah too, totally yeah. for sure and just like it just allows for transparency and everything like that and there's like consequences if you don't like it's it's like a it's a serious thing right, right. like i i've been a part of masterminds or accountability groups that like everyone's like all gung-ho first meeting and second meeting no one did their homework 
why the fuck am I here? I'm not yeah. gonna be here, right? Yeah. And like the I, I got invited to one just a little bit ago and it was like more so like people like kind of in the industry, like in the in the cake industry and they didn't fucking take you seriously. They we haven't even had our first meeting, right? Yeah. And then another one reached out to me and it was a more a smaller one and um they're like super serious about it and um, we're gonna have our first meeting soon and everything like that. But it's just like it's just the it's just the difference, right? And you're you'll be able to gauge that uh pretty quickly who what's serious and what's not serious and the expectations and that and see if that fits for you um but i think yeah letter of intent is really important for sure that's crazy and i like the fact that you said like what's the exit strategy like the parachute if it's not Mm -hmm. working because sometimes it doesn't work it doesn't yeah and that's okay if it's okay if it doesn't work right both be on the on the same page for that whether it's a coach or a partner or whatever else What's uh What's one thing that you guys have implemented mm. <clears throat> implemented this year that has made a big difference for your business? Um, for me, my main focus this year has definitely been about like company culture and just making sure that like we're vibing on like a really high level as a company that we're all communicating all on the same page. So a lot of what I've implemented is like kind of leadership strategy and like really taking the time out to like get to know my team and like even more so than before and and just like being a better leader kind of thing. And that essentially trickles down to every single thing that we do from our menu, from our development, from production, from everything, right? And like it may seem like a really small thing, but that's been something that, you know, my business coach was able to like objectively see like, hey, like now you have time, like now you have, you're not as hands-on, not hands-on, I may be hands-on one to two hours a day, right? Um, So I'm like, okay, how do I work on the business now rather than in the business? So I'm in that kind of unique period of like, okay, how do I actually implement these things and make this a long-lasting thing? So when you say improving company things that you're doing to... Um, team building nights, literally spending at least 15 minutes a day at each location saying, Hey, how was your day? Or how was your night? Or how's your mom doing? Or what are you grateful for? Things like that. Little things. Or, Hey, what's your favorite thing off the menu? Like, and those might sound small, but that, like, having that, yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like thinking back to when I would just go into like a corporate job, like Mm -hmm. man, there was none of that on a interpersonal level ever. And that part of it was just like, man. I would look forward to working with one person because yeah. I'd have that relationship, but that was it. That was it. Because, yeah. yeah, you didn't have that culture. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want my team to be robots, yeah. right? I want us to have a connection. It makes like a big consider. difference in morale. Yeah, totally. And then, like, from from just those simple conversations, I was able to find that, you know, one of my team members was really overwhelmed with her schedule. So I'm like, hey, take Tuesday off. And she was, and we made it work, and she's been so happy. Oh, and then now, it, yeah, and then now she's like, <laughs> my boss back then never did that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, take Tuesday off, right? Or like, um, we have like uh, a company lunch every two weeks or whatever, or like on Saturdays, I often surprise them with donuts and coffee, like little things, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're doing a campaign right now, like it's like a Food Network esque challenge, like JCB Bake Off. I saw that. And today. it's like That's Cloverdale it. versus Scott Road. So, what are they going to be baking? Like different desserts that yeah. they're going to sell? Uh, eventually, yes. Yeah, so, course. it's, it's, well, we get to get the he, he, here's my, here's my marketing plan okay <laughs> this is uh marketing 101 so um yeah both locations are going to be competing it's like a four-week challenge week one is like one item week two is another and so forth and so forth. it's going to be a blind voting mm. so we're going to post like the picture of the yeah. item that each location creates every week online yeah. and then people are going to be able to um vote for it over the over 24 hours and then the winning item then will be featured in a week long of like winning items 
um, after the whole competition oh, that's awesome. is over. So, so everybody will get to try it, uh, like exactly, each of the winning items. Exactly. And that's at cool. both locations. So not only does it help team building, not only does it help uh, menu development for like what people want to see, what customers want to see, it also improves engagement online and a bunch of things. So yeah, yeah it's like doing, it's checking a lot of boxes for like a campaign. And I do, I don't want to promote like competition between the two locations because they're literally working together for these things. So who's getting to come up with them then? Like each location each comes Each location up comes up. Oh. I, I'm not even involved. Oh wow, I'm like, awesome. you guys come up I'll with it. I'll say a free reign to like, that's they have. Cool. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah they can do fun. whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. And well, that's for sure going to get yeah. them like yeah. amped up to actually yeah, for sure. be more creative too. Right? Exactly. That's exactly it. I'm hindered by a, a lens of what I think it should look like, or like the five C's of flavor and like, like things the five like C's that. of credit. Yeah. No <laughs> way! Oh wow! Same shit. Yeah. No, I, no, I had no same idea. Ba- yeah, making and mortgages, man. Yeah, they go together. One and the same. Yeah. Both put you to sleep. No, <laughs> excuse me. No, after eating them. After yeah. eating. Yeah, for sure. So it's like little things like that that I wouldn't have time to, you know, even execute or the motivation to execute if I didn't have an accountability partner or whatever right. else, right? And, and that's like, such a good way to retain talent and increase mm-hmm. talent because. People aren't just baking what's on the menu anymore. Yeah. It's like, okay, they're it's their creation. To like tinker with stuff a little bit. Yeah. And, and they know that you'll you'll eventually, if you don't already, start attracting mm-hmm. top-end talent yep. when it comes to, to baking. Totally. Right? And that'll expand the menu, expand totally. the brand, exactly. all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm excited. Hype. That's hype. But yeah, so I think, yeah, we, we got a lot of good points here. Like how to let go, how to just get out of your own way, how to you know take advantage of accountability partners. So... Yeah, any, any final words? Well, one thing, I don't know if it's relevant to all companies mm-hmm. or businesses, but one thing I've done for this year for myself is mm-hmm. implemented a, it's a three, five, and 40 yeah. uh, uh, system. So I only work three days a week. Mm-hmm. And my goal in those three days a week is to have five meetings a day. Mm-hmm. And then I work for 40 weeks. Mm. Oh, wow. And that's my goal. So for me personally, I get really motivated Almost out of stress right before I have a vacation. Yeah. Because I'm like, shit, I need to get Same. someone's yeah, like, I'm like that too. Yeah, yeah. You're so like start... spurts of like that, right? Like, yeah, Like yeah. that energy burst of like where you're in the zone. And I think everybody's like that. Is, yeah, they are. Like, in a sense. If I ask people like, okay, when, like how hard do you work right before a vacation? You're like, I work my ass off before mm-hmm. a vacation, right? Regardless what industry you're in. Like mm-hmm. everybody's, you're men- mentally already working your ass off because you know you're going to chill for a little bit. Yeah. It's like when you're getting ready to go to the airport, right? Your parents wake you up at 4 a.m. And you're still like, whoa, what's kind of But you're also like, man, I'm going on vacation. Yeah, <laughs> but when you're yeah. going back, it's like the, you know, the dookie or like sad flight. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like back to reality. The That's the worst. feels like two hours. The flight yeah. back feels like seven. Man, so. I love, okay, yeah. flights is one thing, but I love road trips. And road trips mm-hmm. was the worst. Like coming back yeah, from coming road back, trips. Because yeah. it was like that two-hour flight would be like a 10-hour drive. Yeah. And then the, on the drive there, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Drive back, you still kind of enjoy the scenery, but it's also like, oh, man. It's over. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. But yeah. for me, like, I work so hard before vacations. Yeah. So I was like, it, it's a new system I'm putting in place where I'm taking two days off a week mm-hmm. to work on my business. Mm. So for me, I have a hard time staying on task. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, like, shifting focus fatigue almost. I don't even mm-hmm. know that's a thing. I'm just coining the phrase right now. Yeah. But it, it, when I have to think, okay, I got to get this admin stuff done, and I got to send this compliance stuff, I got to send these correspondence to a client, oh, I got mm-hmm. a meeting in a little bit, mm-hmm. my mind's going back and forth. I can never truly be involved in something. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting, mm-hmm. and yeah. I don't operate really well that mm-hmm. way. No, nobody does. I, I'm far better if I have meetings all day. Yeah. Uh, you get momentum from one meeting to the next, so then on Mondays, I just answer like all my emails, mm-hmm. all this stuff, and then start focusing on how do I grow the business, how do I operate better, yeah. what SOPs do I need to implement, what mm-hmm. do I need to change, mm-hmm. what do I need to pass off, who do I need to connect with, and mm-hmm. start doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I do the same thing on Fridays as well. Nice. Start of the week, end of the week. That's awesome. And then I schedule my vacations already. So in my calendar, even with COVID, I just scheduled off uh, 
like my my vacations mm-hmm. some of them are weekends some of them are full weeks couple weeks at a time mm-hmm. but i just have like ideas in there right now I'm like road trip question mark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, island trip question mark nice. camping somewhere like that's i, I like that that's awesome but it's dope for me because i'm excited like when i look like i'm taking uh the end of may off yeah yeah and then when I looked at my calendar, mm-hmm. I saw it. I got pumped. I got motivated. I'm like, yo, I gotta get this shit done. Like, yeah, oh, right. totally. That's awesome. But I was also pumped because I'm like, I'm just gonna do something random. I don't even know what I'm gonna yeah. do at the end of May, but I'm gonna do something. I so. think I'm gonna steal that, man. Yeah, That's it's awesome. dope. It's so good. And my vacation's already planned. Like, our vacation's planned. So once in a post-COVID world, that's been my thing where I'll rock it for like a quarter mm-hmm. I'll take a few weeks off I'll rock it for a quarter take a few weeks off and yeah. things like that but that works for me I don't know if it works for everybody mm-hmm. but in uh, for me personally it works really well to work on the business and work in the business yeah. in a balanced approach yeah, so that, totally. I don't know hopefully that works for you guys but it works for, for me for sure I love that Harp? Um, yeah I mean like you guys both touched on great points I think for me I was just um, talking about basically like what I referenced to earlier which was um Trying to review basically after every week or every every two weeks, trying to like between March and like now, I swear it was just a blur. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I was busy, yeah. but I swear like March ended and I was just like, w- like, you know what you said, like shifting focus. I was moving on to the next, like going, mm-hmm. I wasn't reviewing. So for me, it's been more on like working on automating. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I referenced to earlier. So certain things that just need to be. Like I've I've made a lot of exceptions. Like when I started when I started this thing, like mm-hmm. all these things I said I was gonna do, like the online application, like booking through um tra- like an automated booking system right. rather than me just going back and forth in the email. Right. Mm-hmm. But I always would make exceptions because the clients, yeah. you know, you start making. But I never stuck to it. So now it's like I realize that's kind of thrown me off my game a little bit because I've become too reactive. Where mm-hmm. I need to take that time, and you know, if they can't fit within that then maybe it's not going to work because it's just going to lead to more time being wasted so i think that is what i've been trying to focus on more where it's like the routine's there i need to tighten up the routine Mm -hmm. um and then you're not going to progress until you're measuring so the Mm -hmm. measuring has to be done way more often than it does now because that um yeah i mean it's a good problem to have when you get busy but it doesn't mean anything if you're not measuring right where you're going with it right right right. it was really good i think awesome. that's a good idea like i took a bunch of stuff away like I, yeah. I think there's so many good things like those pods are awesome yeah totally um, i can't wait to start those we're gonna start them 100 percent. well i honestly like I feel like we started one right now honestly <laughs> i'm so this down gonna, this could have basically just I'm been our first pod yeah, session right seriously. we just recorded so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah honestly like hit us yeah. up on, uh, on on ig and then let's yeah. um yeah let's how dope would it be if we like start this and it becomes like two 200 entrepreneurs in so the high. lower mainland and we're yeah. like organizing these pods dude screw 200 like let's make it 500 we'll, we'll do it that'd be amazing yeah. big, amazing amazing but no that's it guys so um thank you for for everyone yeah uh, thank you so much guys and yeah and thank you rap for, for yeah, doing this course, with us again. Yeah, yeah for hosting we'll us and doing this again we'll keep this going yeah. for sure it was awesome but yeah, awesome. yeah i hope everyone has a, a great time listening to this and you hope you get some good takeaways and yeah like harv said his up on ig I think yep. we're all very present on IG, so yeah. hit us up if you guys have any questions. Take Perfect. care, guys. See you Take next time. Take care. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.